first line drops it back connected. Connected cuts the shot. They score! Oscar Lindblom buries it. And the power play goal ties this game in two. This is episode 34. We're hype. On the Liberty <laughs> Yell, and we are amped. I'm Danny Deemer here with Chris Stumpo as always. As always, Danny, how are you? Look at the weather outside today. Beautiful day out today. Nine straight. Nine fucking straight, baby. Let's go. Come on. It's good in Philly right now. What did we say last episode? They weren't content with six straight, Danny. They oh. wanted more. Than, and you know what they want? They want ass, dude. They want ass. Scott Lawton and Claude Drew were fighting today at practice. Like, silly little fight. Love the energy around this team right now, man. It's a fucking family kind of vibe. Fucking last Oscar Lindblom coming back, taking pictures with the team. Today was team picture day. Scott Lawton and Drew fighting, like I said. Just just a, like a fun... Like, they're having fun playing the game now, Dan. That's fun. I love the way A.V. lights up when he talks about Limbaugh. He's out. He was beautiful, isn't he? I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Dude, just the way he talks about Oscar is... It's, just, it's beautiful to see. He he loves each and every one of those players, and the respect that he gets from the players is just telling. It's awesome, man. It's a completely yeah. different vibe in that just, locker room. It's good to see him smiling. Like, every yeah. picture you've seen of Oscar since the announcement, he smiles. Yeah, and, and even... love to see that. And even he uh, was in a picture with Scott Lawton, and one of our followers was like, you know it's real when, when Oscar Lindblom yeah, makes... Scott is smiling. <laughs> yeah. The picture with him uh, next to LaPerriere... That that one was pretty cool too. Like yeah. they were both like smart, like laughing at something. Yeah. That one was awesome. Um, we Rick. haven't talked about a loss in four episodes. This is our fourth straight episode without talking about a loss. The last time the Flyers lost the game was right after Valentine's Day. It was the Tampa game, five three. Yeah. Yep. And it's March 9th. so Valentine's Day was like a month away. Like seriously. And guess what? I have another special. stat to throw out there. We haven't we haven't given up three or more goals this entire. Nine-game winning streak. Just dominating. It's been three or less since we've gone on this winning streak. And I think except for the last game, we've scored five, four, five, five, four. Like, it's we we we're putting up the goals, and we're stopping. I mean, Carter Hart. Like, we'll get into his performance in the Buffalo game and how good he was. But first, I want to get into that Washington game because that's right where we left off. Mm-hmm. Going into that big game, physical Huge game. playoff type vibe. It was. There was bodies flying. Wilson was throwing dirty hits. Uh, yeah, Thompson fuck, was fighting. Bro. Haig was fighting. Yeah, Thompson fought twice. I mean, no, uh, Wilson fought yeah. twice. I was like, how many times is it like? Do they let someone fight a game? <laughs> the was, I was ready for him to throw hands again. <laughs> because the second fight wasn't that late in the game, was it? I was pretty sure it was like in the middle of it. It was whenever uh, he took a run at Jay, right? I think so. Yeah. But I like Thompson getting in there fighting. New team, that's how you're in respect. You got the helmet for it. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I just that's how you were in respect as a new as a new player. Uh Konechny with his twenty fourth in the second period assist from Provi and Giroux. Hayes had a dagger. Pitlick had one. I wanna talk about the the first Konechny goal that did not count, yeah. but so clearly did, did go in. Yeah. Come it, on. That was good that was smart by Hopi though. I'll give him oh, that. Like, that was that was a veteran play. It I was a goal, but I also saw it from the side where there wasn't enough evidence for you to overturn that because you clearly didn't see the puck cross the goal. And don't get me wrong, I wanted it to be a goal, but it it wasn't. You just can't overturn that. It was a goal, but you just can't overturn it. It sucks though. They should have something in the puck that like I saw somebody say that they should just have like an automatic red light that goes off as soon as the puck crosses the goal line. Like just. You know what I mean? Like a little thing in the yeah, puck. But. I'm going to add on that. The, starting in the playoffs. Yeah. Game, from, from game one of the playoffs, 
there will be tracking chips in the pocket. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. A lot of people are pissed off about that because why Why are you testing something in the, in the playoffs? playoffs? Yeah. Like, what if that goes wrong? Like, I, I've heard people say, like, a good if point. you put the chip in the middle, what happens if, like, you fire a one-timer off the post and the puck just, like, snaps in half because there's a tracking chip on the inside. It's not just a solid puck. And, I mean, that would be the most NHL thing to ever happen, wouldn't That'd it? That'd be pretty bad. Like, Stanley idea. Cup finals, puck just breaks half of it goes in the net half of it doesn't that, that would be wild that'd be that's a podcast episode in itself a puck snapping on ice dude. yeah but uh puck don't lie though connecting got that goal right after right after and that's just a sign like that the first one was a goal yeah puck does not lie danny kevin hayes like you said with another goal how good is pass he, from grant off the foot yeah grant Jesus. a little deflection I didn't even see that in real time. No, like me Yeah, when I watched the replay, I was like... No, no, well, I saw it in real time, but I didn't know it was on purpose yeah, until that, yeah, that's the replay. Say, like, yeah. He knew what he was doing very clearly. He's very good with kicking the puck to his stick. He does that a lot. He hasn't played many games for us, but he does that a lot where he kicks the puck up or he'll kick the puck to somebody else. I'm going to take a guess right now and say Grant was a soccer player back in his day. Bro. He uses his feet a ton. More than any other hockey player that I've seen use his feet. He, I mean, G does, but Grant's been using his feet a lot. Dude, Grant fits in perfectly. I feel perfectly. like I feel like every time he gets on a rush with Raffle or Pitlick or something, he his passes always go through it. I feel like he's always, always finding his teammates. And he's hate. not this. He's not a flashy kind of guy. He just gets the job done. He's an awesome defensive guy. I mentioned that on the last episode. He's always he's he's always in deep in his own zone. Like that's his first worry is to get the puck out of the zone. Like, he worries about. The, he worries about the, the the defensive side of the game first, and then the offensive game comes with that. But like you said, he doesn't make like crazy skilled plays, but he gets the puck through. He makes the pass that needs to be made, and he's been awesome ever since he's came here. Then directly after that, you have Derek Grant with another assist. He gives it to Raffle. Raffle goes behind the net and throws a backhander into the slot, and Pitlick buries it right after. That goal... I haven't seen our bottom six score a goal on a passing play like that in years. <laughs> like, that goal was – that's that's like shit you see Giroux and Voracek and Couturier do, like behind the net, yeah. feed out one-timer slot. That's just the shit that previous Flyers teams just haven't had, a, an actual bottom six. Like we have bottom six now that for the, for the foreseeable future too because we have other guys coming. Yeah, you we know have too I mean? much depth. We have a lot of depth. So you're, yeah. you're going to see guys go. You're going to see prospects go, but – it's good to have depth now, eh? Our forward depth's been, it's the best it's ever been in years. It's good to see, like, all those years we read articles that we had the best farm system, number one, number one. It's good to see that. Remember when Harry Zondertruck was our number one, like, forward prospect? Like, Nick Cousins yeah, and like the, Eric the, Wellwood. The dark ages, yeah. dude. And Eric Wellwood was a fun player to watch, but if he's your number one prospect, you got some problems. <laughs> you you have some scouting Oliver problems. Larson. He was like he was like the Cam York back then, like the, <laughs> the Pro V, like the number one defensive prospect. Not good, man. Um, right after that, the Flyers gave up a goal on a lot in turnover to Hathaway. Uh, as soon as he dropped that back, I knew it was a goal. As soon as that the happened, Caps do. yeah. yeah. And, but yeah, I gotta give Elliot credit. He played a he played winning hockey that game. I mean, he, he seriously locked it whenever he had. So a lot of people were hating the decision to start him. We've we've said multiple times in the air, like we're comfortable with both guys. We're comfortable with AV to the point where. He knows, like we know, he knows more yeah. than us. Yeah, I trust Av. Yeah, enough to give him the benefit of doubt. And he's the he's the NHL coach, and I'm the dude who runs a podcast. So yeah, he's the NHL coach with a team tied for first place. Yeah, and it, Av definitely gets the benefit of doubt for for now. I mean, 
for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe next year, too. Definitely. Uh, Provorov. Voracek stops the blue line, gives it to Provorov. I f- you just knew it was in yeah. as soon as it hit a stick. That's Dude. the type of goals Provy always scores. And p- people were giving Provy props, as they should. That was a beautiful shot. That was It reminded me of his first NHL goal in Tampa, his rookie year, almost identical. But the... The play from Voracek, and he could have easily dumped it in. He could have easily found somebody else, except for waiting for the trailing Provy, who wasn't even like nowhere near the zone when he entered the zone, to stop, take some time, and then just feed it right, like there. Yeah, it's good. Beautiful, beautiful play by Jacob Voracek, and he's been he's been awesome this year. We I, we keep yeah. saying that over and over again, but I think he has like a goal and twelve assists in his last ten. I don't. That's not like. In his exactly. last nine games, Jake Borjak has one goal and 13 assists. Nine games? Not in his last nine. The playmaker. Stats brought to you by Jamie Pascal. My guy, Jamie. Yeah, 13 assists, a goal in nine games, in the last nine games. I want to issue a congratulations to Jamie, too. Yeah, having a new kid. Congratulations, Jamie. What a week. I know. Flyers W's, birthday. Good announcement, kid on the his way. His mom's doing well as well, so it's always great to hear. The Flyers family is always going to be behind you guys, for sure. How about Carter Hart? 7-0 in his last seven with a 1.72 goals against average and a 9.42 save percentage. He is on a different level right now, especially at home. Especially and at home, yeah. He's a different monster at home. And like you said, you said this last episode, you said if he's this good at 21 years old at home, what is he going to be in two, three years when he's at home and he figures out the road shit, which he kind of has. His last couple of road games have been pretty good. But when he's older, man, and he figures all this shit out and he has more experience, he, he's been through the playoffs, as we hope he will be this year. Dude. Sky's the limit for that fucking kid, what he's doing kid, right man. now without even seeing a playoff game. I know. I, I don't even think he's played, like, I know goalies, they don't ever play a full 82. Yeah. But, like, just in general, like, I don't think he's played a full season's worth of games yet. No. And he's this good. Yeah. That, it, it's, it's very exciting. It's just good to have a goalie. We were together for the game on Saturday and I don't know who was on the breakaway but we gave up a little a short short little breakaway I think it was Johansson was it Johansson and I said it to you like while the breakaway was happening I was like I don't get nervous anymore like when I see somebody come in on a breakaway against us two three years ago even last year I would uh, this is a goal and I'm just very confident in Carter Hart and he he played very very well last night I mean not last night Saturday night thought he had a very good game the only time you can beat him is the goal that they it's beat weird him goals, on? Dude. Yeah, I feel like, like he just cross gets wide open, like nothing he can do. That's that was a pretty pretty bad shift by the Sanheim Myers pair. He, uh, I don't know if it was Sanheim or Myers, but one of them gave the puck up in the zone, and that resulted in that goal. Myers blocked a shot last game. He might not be able to go tomorrow, so if he's not able to go, Shane Gostas bear is going to get back in. He's been chopping at the bit. Av said he's been working his ass off to get back. Hopefully, he gives something. He said he's completely 100% healthy. He said his mobility is completely back. So maybe he gives you something. And if he does, I just that just makes the team better. You know what I mean? The ghost of old. But I'm not saying that we're going to get ghost of old. But if you can get anything resembling that. 75% of ghost of old. Yeah. That'll slot in just fine. Slot in just fine. Agreed. Yeah, and to go off Grant, we were just talking about how good Grant is. One goal, four assists, and the last six. So... He's done his job. He's done what they brought him for here, to here to be. Playoffs. Do you still? And I know we said that we're not going to judge them in like four or five, six games. But playoff time rolls around, and this team's the same as it is now. 
I mean, like health-wise, what do you do? Is is Thompson your four C? Because I know a lot of people want Thompson as the extra, and then Grant the four uh, the four C, and then somebody else slots in three C. But I don't know right now who's slotting well, in the three C. Well, JVR's out. Yeah. And so yeah, so right now it's not even a thing. But when JVR comes back. I mean, I, I guess it's just a wait-and-see kind of thing with the team because you never know somebody else could yeah. be hurt. But. And, like, the number one guy that probably would have slotted in, Morgan Frost, is also is hurt. hurt. And no nobody, we haven't got an yeah. update on him. I know he left the second period. He came back and had, like, two or three shifts, and apparently he set up, like, an almost scoring chance and almost went in. And then he just left and didn't come back for the third, and we still haven't gotten an update on him. I don't, I don't know if that's just because it's no big deal or it's something bigger that they just want to get all the information in and then tell us. It's kind of giving me anxiety like waiting for the fucking report of him coming out i, I heard he left the ice holding his his wrist, wrist arm yeah, yeah slash which arm isn't area. good man it, yeah it's definitely not good when i first heard about the injury and i heard that they didn't give an update i thought the worst like like it was a tear of some sort like a seizing ending ending injury uh which it still could be i mean yeah. like if he broke a finger or if he broke his wrist that's still like the phantoms aren't making the playoffs that's still a season ending injury and that would that would that would just suck. I mean, he was just really starting to heat up. You know, he had that uh, three point game. Yeah, two goals, one assist. Friday night, he had a three point. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I want to talk about the most impressive game of the week. Everyone thinks is uh, probably going to be the Capitals game, but I think it's that Carolina game. I was just going to say how that. how like in years past, after a hard game against Washington, to go home against Carolina, Carolina, a bubble team. You know, they're going to be fighting. They're going to be desperate. Yeah, they're still fighting. And we just blew them out of the water, especially in the second period. They, I don't think they really had. They had no high quality scoring chances we in the second period. Down. We just shut them down. You said last episode that we've had. We have the best defense in terms of giving up the least amount of shots, and that game was just a perfect example of that. We just shut them the fuck down. And the offense is rolling. Yeah, Pro Rob with that that dude that goal. Lawton had a t- that had was a, a two point night type goal. I, don't know, I got like playoff feels when I saw that goal. Like he looked hungry on it's that. It's the kind goal. of goal that a player playing with confidence makes. Shoot the puck and then follow your rebound. That's how you know a player is playing with confidence. And his celly, the fist pump. I I, I love Pro Rob. Dude. Yeah, seriously, yeah. elite. Raffle goes top shelf. How good has Raffle been this year, <laughs> though? Every time he has the puck and he's coming up, and usually in past years, and like when he has an open shot, I'm like, yeah, there's a 50 50 percent chance that this puck goes in. Dude, like recently, I'm, I'm like, this is automatic. going. I'm like, this is going top left, dude. <laughs> He's been o- almost automatic this year. Not saying completely, but Raffle's been fucking. Aw- I think he's been the most underrated flyer this year with Justin Braun. I think him and Justin Braun are the two most underrated flyers. If if Raffle went down, I really think we would feel the effects of it. I, Same I with think Lawton. I think yeah, Scott. Like they, I feel like they control that bottom six. That bottom six runs through Raffle yeah. and Lawton. They're the heart of it for sure. Um, and the biggest thing that impressed me about the Carolina game was when they gave up the goal to Justin Williams at the start of the third period 2-1 game starts getting a little scary they come back down they score two in 26 seconds 4-1 game's over yeah it's not the old Flyers anymore it's all Bay Kubel Thompson gets the assist yep all Bay Kubel banks it off yeah the, just threw it in front that's just get, get it's what puck. effort does do you know what always pops into my head when I see a goal like that I don't know if it was behind the behind the glass series thing but it was one of those behind the scenes, and AV was screaming during a practice, and he was like, "You've you've had the puck in the zone for five minutes, and no one shot it." He's like, "No one." He's like, "Shoot the puck," <laughs> and that's what I think of when I see dudes shoot the puck from weird angles. I just think of 
hearing AV scream at them, just shoot the puck. Like, I don't care. Just put the puck on net and anything can happen. And we've got a lot of those kind of goals this year. NAK throwing a puck on net like that, not anything can happen, man. And, and it went in. He got a goal out of it. And then you go back down the ice. Drew, Voracek, rebound goes to the Coots. That's automatic. <laughs> you can see it in his face in his celebration, too. He wasn't even happy. Yeah, he was like, what He's like, this is what I do. He's, he's like, I just put out this. This is what do. Selkie winners He's going to win the Selkie <laughs> this year, Danny. Put it into existence right now. Sean Couturier is going to win the Selkie Award. If he doesn't, it's a, it's a crime. Seriously. And I mean that. Like, in other years, you could use the... Well, I mean, the team's already never made it to the playoffs, so he doesn't get national recognition. Not, no, nah, not, not, not anymore, now. Danny. We not were anymore. number one on Mike Rupp's power rankings. The guy that did the <laughs> Yager salute. Mike mocking Rupp. us in uh, the Winter Classic. I like to see that, though. Former Ranger gives us number one. <laughs> I like being number one on power rankings. Yeah, um, I mean, I just don't... Yeah, I'm. it's cool to see, definitely. It's just... I'm just excited, dude. This is just an exciting time to be a Flyers fan. Very exciting time to be a Flyers fan. And I need someone listening to this right now to go through and give me the amount of games Hart has let up one goal. Yeah, Danny's been asking for that stat for the yeah. last like, three weeks. <laughs> I I mean, I might just do it myself after this episode, but I feel like every single home game we win is just one goal for the other team. We got a question from Jason Orf- Orifice. Jason, I'm sorry if I just butchered your last name. But he said, at the Liberty L, what do you think the ceiling for the Flyers would be with a healthy Nolan Patrick and Oscar Lindblom in the lineup? It's cup, dude. Cup. <laughs> I think that's their ceiling right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not def- saying they're winning the damn thing. I'm saying they're in the conversation. With a health- healthy Oscar Lindblom and a healthy Nolan Patrick, yeah, I'm I'm gunning for the cup, dude. I'm behind. I mean, I'm gunning for the cup now, but with those two in the lineup, I'm definitely gunning for the cup. We talked about this the other night. And it took them a little bit this year to get used to the system, like as, of course, any adjustment would be to a new coach. You expected that, too. A.V. said that at yeah. the beginning of the year. He's like, this team's not going to be crazy good out of the bat. Like, they need time to understand my system. You know what I mean? Like he, And I just love how forward he was with that. He was just like, hey, don't get pissed off if this team's not great out of the bat. He's like, they need time. And that's exactly what happened. They needed time. And once they grasp it, looks what happened. We're on a nine-game winning streak right now. We haven't talked about an L in four episodes. It's all just been winning. <laughs> it's all been it's been four straight happy it's been episodes. So fun. I know, it's different. It's been so fun. But we were to get back on that point, we were talking about the other the other night during the Sabres game. We were saying this team, they might what they're doing right now, they might just do this from game one next year. Like Yeah. Yeah, because they already know they're they're gonna come in, they already know the system. Hopefully you get a couple guys back. Guys back, guys are a year older, more experienced. Maybe Frost comes in. Fairby maybe is more adjusted to the NHL. Like this team could be even better even next better. year. Yeah. Like they could be first place from the start to the finish type thing. And that's scary. It, it's it is scary. For other teams, not not us. <laughs> hey, we we tweet it to whoever has to see us in the first round. Good, Good luck. Good fucking luck. I, I meant still, that too. No, I still yeah, I'm sticking by that. I don't care who we get in the first round. Danny, I don't think anybody but Tampa wants to see us. I don't think Tampa cares who they get. But other than them, I really don't think anybody else wants us. I don't know. Pittsburgh doesn't want us. They're Mm-mm. downfalling. Not if we're on home ice. They don't want us. Capitals don't want us. We've owned them this year. If it wasn't for that damn shootout, we'd probably sweep them. Yeah. Give me Which, anybody. It, it's amazing how we don't get the tiebreaker. When uh, we've owned them in I every category. It's we've, ass. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they got to switch that. I, <laughs> and that's not even me being, like, salty. But, like, we're 3-0-1 against them. Our goal differential's better. Why are we... 
going off of regulation and overtime wins. I agree. Like I don't know. It doesn't but make any we're sense. We're getting to first. Me. We're getting first. You think so? Oh yeah. We're not done. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, Dan. <laughs> he said I'm not done. How long do you think this winning streak lasts? I think it ends this week. You think it ends this week? Uh, yeah. I mean Boston, Tampa, Minnesota. <laughs> if it doesn't, what I mean, if it doesn't, I know. <laughs> if it doesn't, I, I don't know what to do. Like. I want the playoffs now if it doesn't. Listen to me. The Edmonton game's at 1.30 on next Sunday. We were, we're probably going to do the pod that's after a, that. That's a cold one. It's a cold one. Expect game. a drunk yeah. podcast. <laughs> but if they, if this continues after that Edmonton game, dude, I'm going to be screaming on this podcast. I'm going to be screaming. If they, if, if they beat Boston, man, I'm, I'm going to be. Well, that's at home. So I won't be surprised if they beat Boston because we, we're, we're a different team on at home. We got Tampa in Tampa. If we win that one, that's, that's yeah, that's I'm the game. The parade. <laughs> if that... Making my res- reservations for the for the sewer on South Street. <laughs> they win that game. I'm making reservations for for Elot <laughs> in Wells yeah. Fargo parking lot for the tailgate in game one of the playoffs, bro. In Tampa at seven o'clock on. Thursday. That's gonna be a tough game. It, it's good to be excited for tough games, though. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's it's good not to look at a tough game and just be like, yeah, chalked it up as an L. I'm not even gonna like listen to that game. Was it was it you that said to me the other night? I wish we were playing someone better than the Sabers. Well, no, because just well, for I pure got, entertainment. Yeah, value. I got there. I mean, it's a Saturday night game. It's still fun. Don't get me wrong. We still won. It was a great game. But like towards the beginning of the game, I was like, I kind of wish this was like Boston, like a playoff type like, matchup. Yeah, yeah, like Boston. Even Columbus, Range, like any of the Devils, but Buffalo, just Buffalo. Tina has one of the best players in the league in Jack Eichel, and still just don't do anything. I, I, w- I wonder his point total. He has to be like he's eighty plus ninety. I'll, I'll plus. check right now, but but uh, speak, Jack Eichel's ridiculous, dude. Speaking of the Buffalo game, I said it all night. Good teams don't have to play their best game to win the game, and that's the perfect example of this game. This this. This is a game they really should have lost. Seriously, they should have lost. Hart the game. stepped up for them this game too. Hart and Giroux. Yep. And w- when the going gets tough, when your team can't break through, those are the two guys you lean on. I mean, obviously, I don't get is in that now, but like you, your captain, your goalie sometimes have to pick you up and bring you to victory, and they did that. Agreed. Giroux with his son in the crowd, front row. And Katuri has been doing that all year. So him not doing it one game, and then Giroux stepping up is is fine by me. Oh, Katuri was good that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Couturier doesn't have to be on this. That's the beauty of Sean Couturier. The score sheet is just a bonus. All the points he puts up is just a bonus. I know. He Jack, shuts down the guys. Jack Eichel has 77 points this year right now. He's first Jesus in the team. Jesus Christ. And the team sucks. He has 30, 35 goals. Reminds me of some Giroux, prime Giroux shit, just wasting him. <laughs> Seriously. 23 years old. That kid's a beast, dude. I, I really hope they either put him put a team around him or fucking trade him somewhere. He's had above 20 goals every year he's played in the league. And wasn't he hurt one year? For yeah. Like, yeah, he had a really bad He played 61 games in 2016-17. And still had 20 plus? And turned 24. Incredible. And then he played 67 the next year and only had 25. So he played five more games the next year and had one more goal. And then he played 77 2018-19 and had 28. So, yeah, Jack Eichel was fucking elite. I want him on a better team or put a team around him or something. Help like, him the fuck out. If, if it wasn't for Connor McDavid, he's like a he's a number one. Yeah, yeah. Like if he, he wasn't in that so draft, if he like, wasn't in that draft, yeah, he's yeah. going number one for sure. I don't, um, I don't even think that's a question. 
I thought this was kind of funny. Like, both Giroud goals had the same exact assist on them. Primary assist, Voracek. Secondary assist, Sanheim. That's on both of them. That second Giroud goal gives me goosebumps. Out of the air. Out of the air. The fist bump after it. Just come on kind of thing. First goal, too. I mean, to kick it to his backhand and put it in. The way he put himself in that position, I watched it like 14 million times. The way he just found that little soft spot in the slot and just yeah. ripped it, dude. Just, that's the Claw Giroux type playoff shit. It's a rolling shit. puck, too. It's a knuckle puck. And he it just was going down, shot. and he hit it like... it. He hit it right when it hit ice and while it was still in midair. Like, I don't even know how just that's possible, it. but he did. And he drilled it. <laughs> drilled like, it. It looked like Bryce Harper fucking hitting a home <laughs> run with that. Like, that was... Awesome. Farabee guess one on a, on a hard forechecking play. Well-deserved. Troy O'Connor said it best. Farabee's going to have so many of those kind of goals in his career. He's just that, that feisty, pesty, always in your face, always in the right position. Even even if he's not going to make the play, he's still in the position that in case the guy fucks up, he's there. You know what I mean? And the goal he fucked up, easy goal. Pot, pot, he deserved that, too. He's been getting robbed really all year. I lo- the, my favorite part about the goal is the celebration. You see TK yeah, he, come off the TK's like, ah, <laughs> like, all, like a little and, kid in his face. And Farabee was just kind of like, thank gosh. Like, thank gosh I just scored. He's finally. And it's good to see Farabee get one, bro. Yeah, I saw, um, did you did you see them walking in the two times? Like, you know, when they do the fist pumps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they post a video, like, connecting, he's, like, dabbing on everyone. (laughs) Farabee's, like, bobbing his head. Like, the team's just having fun. They're just having fun. Like I said, Scott Lawton and Drew mixed today at practice. (laughs) Like, they're just having fun, dude. He's probably like, come here, Lawton, CA. I'm going to shut you right up. (laughs) uh, Jordan Hall tweeted out a video of uh, Drew talking smack to Elliot, too. Good. Just, just, Just playfully. Just that's Drew's having fun yeah. playing hockey right now, dude. Drew. Hardest Drew, said that, too. Yeah. He Drew's like, my. Called, called me Mike Smith once or something like that. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he's like rebound control. He gave up, like, a bad rebound. He's like, what are you, Mike Smith? Huh? <laughs> Drew's a treasure, man. Drew's my, my pick to just snap for the rest of the year and into the playoffs. He's the dude right now. I He's feeling himself right now. He's having fun playing the game. He's putting up the points. Chris, Chris, Claude Giroux, gonna, uh, let, me, let me paint the picture. Paint it. How, paint it, Danny. How do you think Claude Giroux is going to feel? Game one is on home ice. So they comes out, they're announcing the players. He looks around, sees the sea of orange again. Here's the let's Back. go Flyers chance again. And knows to himself, like, I don't have to carry this team for this team to be good. How hard is he going to snap? He's going to snap. When he realizes, like, he had, at like, 32 years old, a lot of his career he's been first-round exits. Had that one run when he was, uh, what, like first or second year, I guess. Like, I don't know that if he was technically a rookie, the, the first cup run. Um, it was definitely his first extended look. Yeah, his, his first, like, full-time year, I guess. And um, Him and JBR, I yeah. bet he's excited. Um, yeah, he's very excited. I know. He, he has to be. I just can't wait until he – because all these, like, dark times, we always, com- like, complained all year, and like, in previous years that the attendance was down. I can't wait until he comes out game one. Here's the city roaring, sees the sea of orange, sees that the blue paint on the ice that says Stanley Cup playoffs. He's back, man. And then he knows. It's back. And he knows it's time to snap. Like, he knows it's time to win. And you can see it with the way he's playing every night. Like, in the Rangers game, that one-timer. Like, and then he gets the one off the skate, the power play goal. He's had two two-goal games in the last he, two weeks. He's been everywhere the last couple of weeks, man. He's just been – he just lo- looks like a different player. He looks like he's playing for something. You know what I mean? Like he looks like he knows that he can win something. And you could tell the way he's celebrating. Like, dude, it's just awesome. His last five games, he has two two-goal games. The Buffalo game, obviously, and the New, the, the New York game. Both games, he willed them. 
Yeah, the like both like both of those games, you needed those goals to win. You know what I mean? So oh, that Rangers game, he should have had four. Like the way he was playing. That, yeah, yeah, he's buzzing. He's been buzzing for the last couple of weeks, man. He should have more goals and more points than he does right now. But but that's the beauty of that's, the depth, man. That's, doesn't that's what I'm saying, man. Kevin Hayes. I want to talk more about Kevin Hayes because I'm, I'm never going to get tired of talking about Kevin Hayes, ever. He deserves more beers in his name. <laughs> also, if anybody's tried that beer, let us know how it tastes. I don't like. I don't know. Is it an IPA? Yeah. Definitely? Mm-hmm. Damn, it's probably like 7%. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it's like 8 Yeah, so, oh. something like that. Probably, it, I wonder how that tastes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would love to try it, though. Maybe at a That's what I. live. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try it as well, but I don't know. Like, where is that even sold? I don't know. The like, games? I don't, I don't even know if you could get that at a distributor or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Somebody let us know where you can get that. Where I can get a big hazy 13. <laughs> <laughs> Two, three of those, I'm gonna be rocked. Three of those, I'm gonna be like, we want the cop. <laughs> three of those, dude, I'm not even gonna be awake. Eight percent. Yeah, yeah, come on. Tall boys too. <laughs> Travis Konechny, 61 points. Uh, I think he's at his career high in goals. Yeah, 20, 24. So one more breaks of the career high. Um, not a hundred percent sure if he's gonna get the 30 that we said he would, but he also missed two weeks of the season when he was red hot, when he was like the best player of the team, carrying the team that yeah. hit against Ottawa. So, I mean, he's having the year we thought he'd have. I mean, of course, he was our all-star. Like, he's incredible. Couturier, 59 points, two behind. It, he's our best defensive forward, and he's also our second in, in point scoring. And then you got Voracek, who we got hammered for the first two to three months in the season. Like, us too. Deservedly so. I mean, I'm not saying like he didn't deserve it, but the way he's come on now to have 56 points. Nothing but respect for Jake Voracek. He's been absolutely awesome this year. And to go off the Travis Konechny, he does have 24 goals this year, and that is tied for his career high. So he's one more away from breaking his career high. So that's pretty exciting, and he has, he has a couple more games to do it. So I think he'll possibly he can get there. Dude. He could snap in a couple in a couple more games with six. Say. Could he, you know what else I've thought about this year? What? Has a flyer had a hat trick this year? Mm-mm. Tells you everything you need to know. They have it up and down the lineup. Yeah. Just depth throughout yeah. the entire lineup. Like, they don't have that one, like, superstar guy. Just depth. They just everybody can write. They can roll four lines. They can defend. And they have a goalie. Seems like it's a different guy every night. Like and steps up. And then yeah. it's like, it feels like there's a different guy every night that steps up and scores a goal. And then the, then you always have the, the consistent guys and just NAK, Pitlick, Lawton, Raffle, who just do the work down low. And like, ugh, I don't know. It's just so fucking good to have depth and have guys who can just be consistent. That's all we need from the bottom side. Just be consistent, forecheck, and score goals. And, then, and they've done all of that. Kill penalties, Grant and Raffle with that. Sh- I'm pretty sure that sh- uh, that goal where Raffle backhanded it was a shorthanded goal because we had three special team power uh, goals. Oh, that's the New York game that day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. When, I said oh, the yeah, New York yeah, game. All right. When he walked Lundqvist, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I honestly forgot. About it. I, I gotta rewatch that one. I'm having too much fun with this team right I now. I know. Just every game is a great game to go back and watch, just rewatch and just watch the boys play. I want to talk about Ivan Provorov a little bit. He finished last year with seven goals, 19 assists for 26 points. He's at 13 goals, 23 assists for 36 points, two more assists, and that's a career high. Um, five more goals, and that's a career high. I don't know if we'll hit that, but it's good to see. I mean, he had 26 points, was a minus 16 last year. 
and it's good to see I'm at 36 plus 11. And not only that, I'm looking through these game logs right now. 314 games hasn't missed one. Hasn't missed a game in his career. I know. 82, Iron 82, Man, 82. And this year, it's going to be 82. Unless something Hopefully crazy playoffs, happens. Hopefully, it's 21. Hopefully. Or, or 24. <laughs> Hopefully. Go, and Come he's on. also five points away from his... Wait, yeah, is it five points? Yeah, five points away from his career high in Could, points. Yeah, so. definitely. Especially playing power play time, I can definitely see him getting that. Yeah, definitely. And that's just... That contract looks good. I know it's only year one, but like... That contract is looking real nice, Chris. Real good. I mean, he's 23. He's just going to get better. So, yeah, yeah that contract's good. real nice, Danny. Six-year deal, too, right? Yeah, it was. It was yeah. six times 6.75. So, we have him until he's 29. Imagine what he's going to be at 26. And he's going to be making six mil. And NHL defensemen don't start playing their best hockey until, like, 26, 27, even 28 sometimes. Yeah, so, like, so old, like older, yeah. So... We already. It's cool to know that we already have a guy who's 23 years old, and he, he's already doing the things that he's done for us. He just plays top minutes, always the top guy on the power play, PK. He just does everything, man. Fucking Iron Man. It's good to know that he has another decade of growth. It's good to know like, I'm going to be watching number nine in a Flyers in Flyers Orange for the next decade. It's a pretty maybe good. Maybe more. Maybe like, more. It's seriously, like knowing defensemen, dude. Probably more, but I'm just yeah. saying for sure for the next decade. He's, he's just yeah. he's our number one guy, and he's he's just on a different level. Like he walks guys, bro. Like yeah, guys. he's just playing with confidence yeah. right now, dude. And that goal showed it. His last goal showed it. When you shoot a puck and you follow it with a rebound, like he did, especially if you're a defenseman, you just know that you're playing with confidence. It's great to see it from him. So JVR blocks the shot, and he's out four to six weeks. It's a bad loss. I mean, it sucks. I love I love seeing Farabee get time. Yeah, um, definitely. It sucks to see it be at the expense of JVR breaking his yeah. breaking his finger. Definitely blows. Now we've said multiple times, like we're we're not saying this as a, as a slight on JVR, but it, that could make the team better because Farabee is way more responsible on the defensive side of things. Yeah, but, I don't think JVR has been terrible defensively this year. I think he's been better than in years past, but I don't think he's good. Like, he's not. A great defensive guy, and like you don't look at JVR and be like, okay, he's good defensively. He's just okay, and his money's in the goals. Yeah, his money's in the Wh- goals. Which he was, he was putting up goals. I mean, he yeah, had, yeah, 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 he was. He had nineteen. Absolutely. Yeah, he has nineteen. He has twenty-one assists for forty points this year. His last five games, he has two points. So nothing crazy. Definitely sucks losing him because he is a part of this team. He's he was a part of that eight, seven, eight game winning streak. You know what I mean? So. But I have to say, Grant filling in for him on the second power play. I like it. I like that. Seriously. Grant's just a sound player. He just knows what to do. And I think that's why they traded for him. Just that veteran presence, knows what the coach wants, knows what A.V. wants. I love it. A.V. can trust him. A.V. can trust him. Not only that, like how we say Niskanen is for the young guys, that's just another guy to like pull N.A.K. aside. I feel like every day I'm always just gushing over Matt Niskanen and and how good he's been on and off the ice for this team. Like I said last episode, if he was five years younger, I would sign him to a contract easily. A thick deal. Thick, thick boy. <laughs> it's good to know that he still has another year too. Mm-hmm. So like he's he's gonna probably gonna come back next year, and yeah. that that adds to the fact that we said the team could be even better next year. And that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it is very exciting. Um, how about Justin Braun getting tripped? At the end, he got beat the fuck up Saturday, dude. He was falling all over the yeah, ice. Yeah. Didn't he get high stick too, or something? Ha- he got thrown into the boards at the, like towards the end of the game. That was bad, but something happened to him before that. I, I know he, he got messed up in the Washington game too. Yeah. I think he got crunched early <laughs> in the game. 
Like, how did he get back up from that that fall against Buffalo though, dude? Like, did you see the way he his body bad. hit? The, yeah. yeah. Like, I thought he wasn't gonna like get up. God we, forbid. We all stood up. We were like, oh, oh, so <laughs> fucking dirty. Fuck. <laughs> but, and I love the boys sticking up for him too. Oh, um, which game was it where the guy came in? Carolina game. Extra whack. Carolina game. I think it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. It was that kid in Carolina. I always butcher his name. The kid that they just drafted. With the snipe, they just wrapped him like number one. Yeah, yeah, him. Okay. I think he was the one who did the jab, and every like all every five of them, <laughs> all five flyers just went right after him. Matt Niskanen was the first one. Yeah, dude, like they quite had it covered, and he just like poked his, you know, touch our goalie, dude. Touch our goalie. As of now, the Capitals are losing to the Sabres, one nothing. Come on, one come on, Sabre, come on, Eichel, come on, <laughs> Simmons, do the thing, do the thing, <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> But uh, if any more goals get scored than that, I will say them as they come up. Hopefully, if the Caps lose that game, I'm definitely seeing red. <laughs> like, losing to the Sabres like, after oh, we beat them. Gosh, yeah. After we beat Washington and the Sabres. <laughs> just sit back and be like, you really just did that. You really losing one nothing to the Sabres. I mean, we, we were losing one nothing to the Sabres. No, we weren't. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They tied it up. I'm sorry. It was still like a very close right, game. Yeah. yeah, they played us hard. They very hard. Yeah, you gotta give them props for that, man. And like Voracek said after the game, sometimes it's just hard to get up for some games. Yeah, and like that's, you said, some, like every game is not gonna be their best game, and they're good enough to not have their A game and still win. Like you said earlier in the episode, it's they had their C game Saturday and they still won. You'll see a completely different team against Boston. Yeah, they always yeah. get up and play Boston. I feel like, especially M- this year. It's on NBC too. I just got a got a good feeling about that. Like, I'm here for it, Danny. I'm here. Who for knows? This. We might see Boston down the I'm, line, man. I'm done looking at games and like critiquing them and being like, oh, oh, they have they have Kucherov, they have they have Marshawn. He owns. A, I'm done doing that, bro. Like, we're fighting for first place right now. I want ass. We're two and zero against every Boston. game. Yeah, two and zero. I want ass every game. Every game I'm going into it and being like, I want to win this game. I don't give a fuck who it is. That's my mentality. Though. That's how we all felt going into that Washington game. And it was I so felt awesome good going into that Washington game. I picked us to lose against Buffalo because I thought it was going to be a weird trap game. And it could have been. The way they came out, they played us very hard. We came, we came away with it. But that Washington game, I was confident in. I really thought we were going to win that game, and we did. We, we just have their number. We like, just play them well. I just think... I just think we're a better team. Just bottom line. Better coached. We're better coached. I think we have better players on the back end. I don't think Rocco Gudis is good at all. I don't think Jensen's very good. Oh, they hate him. He sucks. <laughs> no, their fans hate Siegenthaler, him. Siegenthaler, whatever the fuck his name. I don't think he's very good either. Wait. I think we have a better deep deep not deep pairing. So like Or Orlov is a dollar store Provorov. <laughs> 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 I like Orlov though. He does play yeah, well I, sometimes. But I, there was a point in time where I definitely wanted Orlov. Yeah, no, team. me too. Dylan, Carlson, and Orlov are probably the top three guys. And Carlson's a monster. Yeah, and um, we have Provi, Niskanen, and Sanheim as our top three. So I'll take that top three over their top three. Shane Goss's Bear is our seventh. That's depth. <laughs> Seriously. That's what Chuck said when he didn't want to trade him. You know, I, I'd rather just have depth in the playoffs and have a it? have a utility guy in goes to bring in, you know what I mean? That's like a special kind of weapon, maybe, hopefully. And then, like, if Myers can't go tomorrow, it's it's kind of a good thing he didn't trade Ghost. Put yeah. him in there. I mean, like, Freeman would be the dude if they did trade Ghost. So I just, I don't think they, they trust him. No, not that they don't trust him. I just think, like, he spent most of his year in the Phantoms. I think at this point they want 
for this stretch, they, they want guys like they know what they're getting. You know what I mean? They're, they have no time for projects, right? Yeah, now. they have no time to see what you yeah. can do because we're in the we're in the part of the season where you you just need results. So definitely understand what you're saying. And what I meant by ghosts coming in and possibly being a, a special like weapon that they could use, I'm saying that as like hopefully I'm I'm saying that as I'm getting the news that he feels 100 percent as I'm hearing the news that he has his mobility back. From what we've seen from Ghost this year, there's nothing in my head that makes me think he's going to come in here and, and be this amazing player. But um, I would be lying to you right now if there isn't like a little part of me that thinks he can and thinks oh, he can course. possibly just not snap, just look competent in the D zone, get the puck out, and just do your thing offensively because he can still shoot the puck. He has great vision. He knows he has playmaking ability. He just needs to be comfortable, and it, it's good to hear him get back to 100%. And if you're not rooting for Shane Gossesbury... You're just negative. You're, yeah, you're just you're being just negative. negative. You're just a pessimist. That's just, it's that simple. We weren't Robert Hay guys, and we love seeing Robert yeah. Hay play well. I've given that to me all day. He throws the body. He gets the puck out of the zone. He knows what to do with the puck. He looks awesome this year, and I, I'm... Robert Hag's number one fan right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like I love going the fact into the year, I was well. I was a team ghost, yeah. not on team Hay. I actually think I've said on this podcast multiple times. Like I don't, like, I want him as our seventh. I want him as our seventh. I want him. Yeah, and, and like, he's played yeah. fine, and we're, it's awesome to see that. What what happened? Saber scored again. Yes, baby. Uh, Who was it? Eichel. <laughs> yeah, what I just <laughs> say, Jack Eichel, baby. Come on, Eichel. Power play goal assisted by Darlene Ristolainen. Darlene, he's another beast. <laughs> he's another stud. He, he, he scared me a couple of times that game. The way he was dishing that thing. <laughs> he's gonna scare you in like three, four years when they're two an actual nothing. good team. Two nothing. Come I mean, the, there's a lot of game left. A lot of game, man. Capitals can score quick. So if they lose this game, they'll have one more game played than us, and I think that turns into the tiebreaker. So I think we might get first if they lose. I'm not 100 percent because like the NHL, their, their tiebreaker rules are a little freaking weird. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're weird. They're tricky. But I, dude, imagine if the Caps lost that game. We'd I go, need them to lose that game now. We nothing against Boston. <sighs> Red. <laughs> I remember we got at it by we got at it by a Penguins fan. He was like, he was like, you're not gonna have second in the Metro for long. You're right. First. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I just first. didn't. I just didn't respond to him. Five like, points between us and the Penguins now. Same amount of games played. Five points, and we get them at home late March. We got them. <laughs> and what did I say going into the year? I said I can't wait for the moment in March where we finally arrive, bro. You can go back and pull that. I swear to God, I said that. I remember I can't you saying wait. that. I think I said something along the lines of like when Morgan Frost puts in a goal, whatever. All right, when when Kevin Hayes puts in a goal, I'll switch it up now. <laughs> that but, was just your hopeful talking, yeah, bro. You're a Morgan Frost guy, of course. You would want to see Morgan Frost dagger somebody in March, of course. But he's hurt right now, and he's not playing in the NHL. So, but I said it. I said it all summer. I cannot wait to the point in March. Where we look at the standings and we see we're better. We're finally better than the Penguins. We're finally better. We're better than the Penguins right now. Yep. I don't. Oh, even... Yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind. We're better than the Penguins right now. Mm-mm. I don't think either. Hepburn, Sean Couturier, nine goals, four assists in those last fourteen games. <sighs> That's that Couturier Selkie type shit, Danny. <sighs> That's what I'm talking about. Couturier, man. Everybody's snapping, dude. Lawton, three goals, six assists in his last seven. You love to see that. Like everybody is just snapping, dude. Especially Everybody's going. just put, like doing their part. You know what I mean? It's great to fucking see, man. And Carter Hart is the key to all this, man. If, if he can just continue playing well with with Elliot playing the occasional one game and playing and being steady back there, 
This I said it, I this said, team's I very said deep, the, Danny. I, other, I was like, if he gets hot, anything. Right like, now. We said that in June. Right. I remember sitting right here and being like, if Carter Hart gets hot, anything can happen. You've been saying if that all year. any goalie gets hot, anything can happen. Look, ben, like, look at Bennington. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Jonathan Quick, two years. I mean, like, it's just that's it does how happen. the league works. It doesn't happen every year. Don't get us wrong. It's, it might not happen. But it's a possibility. You still got to point it out. Have to have a hot goalie to win. Have to have a hot goalie, bro. And if he gets hot. Bro, imagine game one at home. Heart in that. I want it. You know he's going to be confident in that. At home. Surrounded by his people. Surrounded by I, just I that like sea of orange. Him, man. He's so, like, mature. He's, bro, I feel, like, I feel like we've been in playoff mode for, like, two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm. A, I, yeah, dude, I, I'm. I want it now. I want it now too, because bro. I'm, I'm like, dude. I'm looking at the the schedule right now. It's March 9th. Season ends April 4th. So you have to think there's going to be like a couple of days break before the playoffs. So like, it could a home playoff game could be exactly one month from today. Don't say that to me right now. Oh, I'm gonna say it. To you. <laughs> and dude, not only that, we could have the first seed. Ima- imagine a playoff series at home against Columbus. <laughs> I'm seeing red for that. You know what I mean? Because we we've said it going in the year, like this team would like t- to truly, truly get everyone on board. Because there's still some doubt. There's still some dudes. Oh, check yourself. Win a playoff series. That's what we've been saying all year. We want to win a playoff series. Yeah. And when they do that, the exci- imagine 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 that podcast episode after a playoff series win. Yeah. And then, and then they get um. Since they're number one seed, they're not they're not gonna have to verse the hardest team such as like Tampa. Yeah, they're, they might get Penguins the second series. They might get the Capitals the second series, and I think we can win that too. I cannot wait. You're hype. I'm very hype. Danny's ready. I can see it in his eyes. Danny's ready. Giroux's ready. Giroux's ready. Vorchek's ready. <laughs> All the shit he's taken for the last eight years, he's ready. Man, all the people he, dude. If if they do anything in the playoffs. I'm going to be the first one to say, Borchek, if you snap and unblock us, bro. Please. <laughs> Come on. Please. Bro. Oh, we told, we told, we had a very interesting conversation the other day about Borchek. Do you remember it? You said, how is he going to go down in Flyers history? What is he going to be perceived Ooh. as? This was a great conversation. This was a good conversation. And I said, if the team doesn't have great success and they don't win anything before his time as a Flyer is done, you're probably going to get mixed reviews. If, if anyone wins a cup here, they are immortalized. All those years of bashing Jake Voracek, especially the Jake Voracek hater, especially him. Because of that. Yeah. Like, the, the Drew haters, too. I mean, I'm sure they're they're in, they're under their rock right now. They're not talking. But They go immortal. under that rock every year, bro, because he just always just proves them wrong because he's just a good player. So I went, I went back to um, – a tweet over the summer that I, I quote tweeted and laughed at. Uh-huh. And it was, it, we both laughed. You responded to it. You were laughing at it too. It's some guy was like, the reason why the Flyers don't have success is because Drew doesn't like when players outshine them. So like he doesn't like pass to the, he doesn't set them up for success. Mm-hmm. The best passer besides Bobby Clark and like Flyers <laughs> history. You're going to say that about bro? Come on. He doesn't want, he doesn't want people to outshine him. If anything, I want I want him to shoot the fucking thing more. <laughs> you know, he, yeah. he he gives too much shine sometimes. Yeah. Like it, it's he has a rocket. I feel like we've always had that problem with this core though. Like Drew Voracek and Couturier, the three dudes, like they just like creating plays and passing it. They love the perfect play, but especially on the power play, and that, they, that gets annoying. They've been better with it though. They've been better with shooting the puck, especially this year. And like TK helps that, like because TK just puts in it. Yeah, puts it, it in. Morgan Frost's first game in the NHL. 
they were in the tunnel getting ready, and TK came out to him. He was like, if you have a chance to shoot the puck, shoot it. He was like, I'm serious. He was like, just shoot it. And that's what I'm talking about. A guy coming up to a rookie and being like, hey, are you nervous? He asked him, are you nervous? He was like, nah. He was like, yeah, I actually yeah, am kind of nervous. It, it's good to see a young guy like Konechny bring that kind of presence. You know what I mean? That's kind of like a veteran presence out of a 22, 23-year-old. So it's he's a leader already, Travis Konechny. This is like... His team, not his team, but like, I just feel like Kinetti just lo- like he loves this city, like his city. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he's just, like he he's just, just belongs built here. For this yeah, city. seriously. I didn't mean like his team. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, like yeah. this is where perfect, he belongs. Yeah, like, no, I couldn't p- picture Travis Kinetti in another uniform. He's he's the perfect flyer. He's the perfect modern day flyer. Seriously, just and like you said, flash skill, but will also piss you off. Like he got in Lemieux's head so bad. bad. He gets in everyone's head so bad. Like you said, I never want to see anybody wear 28 in orange and black ever again. And you will not. <laughs> Especially if anything happens this if year. Anything, or the next two years after this. Like, that's the beauty of it. This is year one of this new regime, new culture. And, and I know, we're already talking about I know. potentially going to a cup. And that's going to be the... not. I don't want to say this. Yeah, I guess you could say that's going to be the standard going forward. The way we're playing right now, the way we've the season we've had... That's that's gonna be expected of us next year, and Av knows that. Av's the type. Av will make sure the boys bring that. Av always has good first years. We brought that up earlier in the, earlier in the year as well. But my comment on Drew, not I don't want anybody to ever wear twenty eight again. And I know there's gonna be some people who are gonna be like, oh, like oh, these guys are going way too ahead of themselves. Like it's not even end of the regular season yet. Drew just started playing. He just started putting up points a couple of weeks ago. Nah. Nah. I never want to see anybody in 28 it's soli- again. If he retired tomorrow, I still don't want to see anyone in 28 Agreed. again. And he still has who knows how many He's the reason left. why I felt like Danny Briere was a huge part of it. Kimo Timonen was a huge part of it. But Claude Giroux was a huge part of the reason why I fell in love with hockey. And I yeah. still love hockey. I'd say like Simone Gagne, Danny Briere, Mike Richards, those are guys that opened my eyes to hockey. Yeah. Whereas Giroux is the guy that made me fall in love with the sport. And that th- that's the way I always describe it. Drew definitely helped. <laughs> the He's... Islanders? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, good, no, good. The Islanders heater is officially done. <laughs> they are out of a playoff spot. Thank, Thank the Lord. I know. I'm tired of seeing Barry Trotz drag <laughs> those dudes to victory, dude. We called that, too. We were just, when are they going to stop, dude? When are they going to stop being good? Because on paper, they're not very good. It was just a very good coach team. Just a well-run, like. And I'm glad that, like, that's done. Like, they ran out of gas or something. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Thank, out of the playoffs, thank the Lord. We're 10 points above them. Yeah, 79 it, 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 points. Dude, it, it felt like they were always like six or seven points above us all year. And now, just like that, we're 10 points above them. They could be in the playoffs like tomorrow if they win a game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm um, definitely not counting them out. No. Um, Columbus, they lost to the Oilers. We watched that. We watched a little bit of that game. Yeah. We, were, we were laughing at them losing. And um, I'm just very confident. We're, it's. I'm excited. I'm just excited. Let's uh, get into that Boston game a little bit. Predictions or what have you. Quite I a- think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a like a playoff-type vibe kind of game. I think it's going to be a lot of hitting. Um, I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals. I think it's going to be a, a low-scoring game. Uh, my prediction, I think we win 3-2. Oh, my God, that's mine. Ooh. But mine's an OT. I, like I think that. a three-on-three OT. With who? Who scores the OT goal? Actually, bonus Connect point. Me. Connect me scores. I'm gonna it. go with Provy. And he celebrates hard I'm going too. With Provy. That's a good pick. Very good pick right there. Now Dude, let's let's get a whole weekly prediction now. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. Give it to me. What you got <laughs> for the week? For the week. For the I, week. Wait, wait. What was yours last week? You remember? Mine was a Carter Hart shutout, and the bonus points was the Buffalo game. Sadly, so, did dude, not happen. So close. So though. close. I was thinking it the whole time. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking. I want to say mine was Grant. Well, well, didn't I say him like two goals or something? Or, or I was like one of the new guys scores a goal. I don't know. I can't uh, yeah. We'll, we'll go back on it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But what's yours for this week? He did though, but mine for this week. I'm gonna say. I don't know. Do you have one? Well, yeah, I got one, but it's a, it's a pretty bold one. Go ahead. So I was saying how a uh, flyer hasn't scored a hat trick yet. I think we're going to get a hat trick this week. I like that. And bonus points, Voracek. That, that one's crazy because he's not really a huge goal scorer. I, I just have see a, it, I, though. I just have a feeling. like he sh- he, In the big games, dude, he, he, has, he, a, he has a different look in his eyes. I want to see him fight <laughs> because like when yeah. he gets mad, it's always fun seeing him go oh, off. It fires me up. I know. When I see him turn into a freaking animal, yeah, I'll be screaming at my up. in my house, just screaming at the TV when he goes off. My prediction: I I think we go two and one. And then next time, uh three and one. Next time we talk, because we're gonna be talking after that Edmonton game. So I think yeah, three and one. That's my bold prediction. That's a pretty bold prediction because we play some pretty good teams. All four of them are <laughs> playoff teams. Right now, Boston, yeah. Tampa, Minnesota, and Edmonton. And there's so many teams in the West that I look at. And I'm like, they're not a playoff team, and then just the West just isn't good. So yeah, they are. They're like they're so they're like how the Metro was for a long time, where they're all like around the same point total. Yeah, Seventy six points would get you a wild card two in the in the West right now. And I think it's seven. The Rangers have seventy six points right now, and they're. I wouldn't count them out. Just yet. I wouldn't count them out either, but. The you know Semenyev scored five goals the other game. Throw plus minus away because he was pretty sure he was just zero or or minus one that game. Something like, throw that stat the <laughs> fuck away, bro. <laughs> minus one, no way, no he, way, no way. He was either he was definitely zero then. If it wasn't minus one, he was zero. Holy shit, zero. What are the chances of that? Though? Weird. That's dude. crazy. I know. That's why that stat's weird, yeah. man. The, uh, I think it was definitely zero. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think it was zero. That's still fucking wild. I'm looking at this. That the back to back we have this weekend is kind of weird. I, you don't really see back to backs like that. Both games at home, both at West Team, both at one o'clock. Yeah, that's a pretty weird back to back. Like is. both at home. I'm having fun with it though. I get to wake <laughs> up on Saturday morning. I get to watch Flyers versus Wild at home. I get to wake up on Sunday, smack cold ones, <laughs> do a podcast. It's, it's just fun. I'm looking at it right now. He had five goals and his plus minus was zero. That's it. That's crazy that's wild bro so so that means going into that overtime he was a minus one yeah holy shit that's like damn (laughs) isn't that crazy i'd be mad if i'm i guess he made up for it yeah he don't give a fuck about a plus minus. he just scored five goals in a game to win in overtime against washington he's he's a monster monster him and tony d'angelo did like a video on rangers twitter like going going back and reading the tweets when he got traded, and Rangers fans oh. were like, "I'm done watching this team. This is a fucking joke." Oh, like, come on, blah, you blah, can't blah. Do it. it's the same. Th- I I don't like that. The same thing like the Flyers fans pulling up the old. Yeah, why like, are why? But what I'm saying, like, why are like the actual Rangers team doing that and putting it on their Twitter? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I, you wouldn't see the Flyers doing this because the we the shit we say is terrible sometimes. Dude, you if know? the Flyers went back and just. Gave Kevin Hayes a tablet and was like, "Yo, read the tweets from me, signed you." He would be like, "No, or like <laughs> Justin Braun or, dude, like get." Imagine a video comes out and it's Voracek on the tablet reading his hate tweets. <laughs> Voracek would have everybody blocked. He'd be like, "Yeah, can't fuck read this you. one. 
Can't we eat this one? Blocked. 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 <laughs> Blocked. Um, Even Nisky. Be like, yo, Nisky, you want to see the tweets about you after you got your... No, I'm going I got, to... I got to say something about that. I, I don't get why our first instinct... We go on a winning streak, and our first instinct is to go back to the old Niskanen tweet and call out people who didn't like the trade. Those people know they're wrong now. Yeah. Like, it's the same with the Hague shit. Like, I guarantee you can go back and pull up one of my Hague takes from back then. And I know I'm wrong now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, everyone has bad takes. No one's freaking perfect. Everybody, everybody's going to get called out once in a while, bro. Really. Everyone's going to have a bad take. Yeah. I like, agree. It's just, we, you're digging it up from June. We had a whole episode in the beginning of the year saying, like, stop with the ghost slander. Because we really thought Ghost was going to have a comeback year. He still could. Not a comeback year, but he still come, could come back and contribute to this team. But call me out. Like, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. Everybody's wrong at one point, man. That's the fun in, in giving your opinion, especially on a podcast and on Twitter, that you can just see everybody's opinions and see who was right, see who was wrong, and just move on. For the record, we loved the uh, Hayes signing. We did, yeah. The Nisky trade. The yeah. Braun trade. We came in here saying the Sharks fans were upset, yeah. I, the fact that they gave him up. And we even liked the AV hire. A lot of people didn't like that at first. But we, we liked that. And I'm not like sitting, oh, sitting on my eye horse. I'm just saying, like, don't pull up people's old tweets from June because as of last June, the Flyers were not a laugh. Yeah, they're no, not at that point, I guess. Like at the end of last year, that kind of stopped. But they weren't a team that was taken seriously by the fan base, yeah. by national outlets, and deservedly so. Yeah, dude, I, I yeah. Said, I've had this multiple times in the podcast. Last December, I sat in my hotel room in Mexico and laughed at this team in that Vancouver game. I think that was was that Hacks last game. Or was that like one of the second? Yeah, the Vancouver game where Besser was just yeah. Me and you were just talking to each other. That was just I wasn't even watching that game for them to win. I was just watching that game to see how bad they were gonna lose. I wanted them to get stopped because I wanted hacks on fire. Yeah, because because if they would have won a couple more, pulled that win out, it would have just been like yeah, it would just lasted long. Delay in the inevitable. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I agree with you. And uh, this this is um this is gonna be a little funny take for me. Okay, so. I think it all worked out perfectly. The timing of when Hextall got fired, when Hextall got fired, it, it, in the moment. Like, do you remember? People what, can... remember what Chip Kelly did to this team, how, to the Eagles, how shitty it was. Mm-hmm. But you look at it in hindsight, it was perfect because if we would have gotten Marcus Mariota instead of Wentz, but because Chip Kelly sucked, he got Howie Roseman comes back, gets Wentz, get a Super Bowl, it all works out. Gearing Foles back, get a Super Bowl, it all works out. I think you're kind of seeing that with this like it, it was it was terrible like like seeing it, like if that never happened you would have never had like if you if chip kelly was never bad you would have never gotten doug peterson would have never had a super bowl yeah I mean, it's a great it's, chip, yeah it's a good comparison if chip kelly was never here it never sets the the stage for peterson to come in and get a super bowl yeah i agree and much like with that firing and, and uh heart coming up came up at the perfect time imagine if he doesn't come up then Going into this year at camp, he's not the starter, you know, if he doesn't come up then and light it up. Yeah. Suppose he comes up, gets shelled a couple games, gets sent back down. He's not coming in this year as the starter. It's Elliot. Yeah, so and what you're basically saying is good that Hart got that experience last year. So he comes into this year a little bit more experience. So it's not he's not a complete rookie this year. Yeah, like it, it's it, a great it's point. Like it all worked out. I like, like that. It, it's somehow the stars aligned, even though it's yet last year was terrible. It got us to where we are this year. Yeah, like Looking back on it, that seems like it was 10 years ago. This team just looks like two completely different teams. 
with, it's crazy with the, the same kind of players. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. It's wild, bro. It's it's like I said on a tweet. Every time we win a game, it makes me want to fight Haxtell more and more. Because his last game as a Flyers coach, he sat Oscar Lindblom and played Yuri Laterra. That's all I need to say. Was on our first pair for for fucking four years. years. That's all I need to say. In a playoff series, he's on our top pair. Yeah. Brandon Manning and Radko Gudas was a fucking pairing against Pittsburgh and in the playoffs. Matt Reed was on the team. Yeah, get the fuck out of Matt here, bro. Reed. This team's so much better. It's Meet not even Reed. funny. <laughs> Meet Reed. Didn't he play for the Wild for like a couple games and then just haven't heard from him since? Yeah, then he went on like a PTO, like Calgary or something. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares, you know? Yeah. He just had a kid. Go home and play with your kid. Same with like dudes like He was a good dude, though. I fucked with Matt Reed. <laughs> you know who I thought about the other night? This Harry Zondertruck. So, no, no. Damn. Even more <laughs> random. Evgeny Medvedev. <laughs> Why were you thinking about him? I don't know. Because I was looking up highlights. I think it was... um, I think I was looking up, like, Flyers-Blues highlights one day. Like, whenever we played the Blues, yeah. uh, like, we won that game on the road against the Blues. I looked up Flyers-Blues, and I found one from a couple of years ago where we came back from, like, down 4 nothing and Medvedev pots the game winner. And I was like... Remember when Hexy thought he was, like, the Russian factor? <laughs> yeah. He thought he was going to come in. That, that was our Panarin. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we got him from the KHL. We thought he was going to be something. You remember Pavel Kubina? Do you remember Roman Lubimov? <laughs> <laughs> that just brought back so many memories. No way. Yeah, I remember that motherfucker. Remember oh his turnaround goal against Colorado? <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. thing I can remember about him. Jesus Damn, Christ. Bro. Man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to be able to laugh about it, though. Like It's fun it's to be fun. able to look, look back on it. And now you're seventh defenseman Shane Goss' bear. If you would have told me that going into the year, I'd, like, I'd be like, who do we sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But little like, did you Petrangelo? know, little did you know, Robert Haig is elite, <laughs> elite, and the locker room fucking loves him, dude. Like Hayes is always talking good things about Haig. Even before uh, this Hague. year, I think Couturier was asked, "Who's like the most underrated player on your team?" He said, "Hey, Haig for sure. Guy blocks shots, he hits, he does the little things." And as and as many as much as people dismiss the block shot argument, the players love it. So I'm not gonna sit here and dismiss what the Flyers players are actually saying, and they're actually saying that. Block shots mean a lot more than people think, and they love Hag, man. You know, like, yeah, you know, Hart loves that. Hart oh has to gosh, love, him. Yeah, yeah, of course. But the, the counterpoint to because of block shots, we lost JVR, maybe Myers tomorrow, which kind of yeah, sucks, and maybe blows. Frost. I don't, I don't know how he got hurt. Don't know how he I got didn't hurt. See the video pissed off. I assume hurt. if it's a wrist or hand thing, it must have been a puck. I mean, or or, or, or a, a stick slash. or yeah, a stick. Yeah. yeah, but if it's a slash, I'm gonna be pissed. If it's a slash, bro, I'm finding out who slashed him. No. <laughs> I need an update on Morgan Frost. We'll let you guys know as soon as we get one. I'm, I'm a little bit worried. That's our boy. <laughs> Anything else before we wrap it up? Um, it's been a fun one, man. Oh, that, it's just been like a like we're not talking about one thing. We're just talking about how fun this ride's been. This is what this episode was, man. This nine game winning streak, and I want more. I don't think this team is done either. The power play looks good now. Yeah. That since, was our that was our main complaint was the power play. Our one complaint, like even yeah, our only earlier complaint. when they weren't on this winning streak and they were still kind of winning games. The only thing that we were kind of complaining about was what four C Thompson and fucking the power play. Like that's what we were complaining about. And I ever have since no complaints now. Ever since they put Giroux back to where he belongs, it's been awesome. Ever since Voracek's been where he is. And I love the play down low that Giroux and T- Konechny do, how they change spots sometimes. Because oh Konechny can still Konechny can play the wall, too. So, having that, because if Konechny comes out on the wall, he takes the puck, 
over Dvorak on the opposite wall, and then you have Giroud net front, and, just and, ready and to if, fucking pop. If the puck it. goes down low to him, he's, da- he's so dangerous. Yeah, down he, he has hands. His, his hands in close. You have to think that throws off the defenders for the matchup yes. too, because going into it, like the defenseman on the right post is probably thinking, "I got Claude Giroux." Sees him swap out with Konechny, and he's like, <laughs> "He's like, what down the there. Giroux he's down like, where down the there. fuck is Giroux going?" <laughs> and Konechny, like. Even when he has the puck on that right-hand side, I feel like at any moment he could just snap that thing in the back of the net. That's why I love him right there. They talked about that. I don't know. I forget what interview it was. I'm sorry that I forget. But talked about how when they put the power play back where it was before, they added a few wrinkles. And one of the wrinkles was that Washington game where we blew them out 7-2. The first goal in that Washington game where Drew was behind the net, out the Couturier, Couturier potted it oh from behind God. the net. I do, That's I, a wrinkle they put in. They love Another that wrinkle. Now. They love that play. Yeah, it works. Another wrinkle was the TK Giroux switching. So putting the power play back is what we asked for. And then adding wrinkles like that is just cherry on top, man. Just three former head coaches on the same coaching squad, if you will. That's what you and get. And that got flat going into the year. Te- and now, now you see the Dude, way- we called Terry now. We were like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Put Giroux back on the wall. And it's good to see him... Do that, and then add a few wrinkles. Definitely, it's good to see that he's doing his job. You know, you were talking about how the Giroud to Coots one timer. Mm-hmm. I love how Coots also gives that to Giroud, like yeah. in the Rangers game. Everybody on the ice can do that play, except maybe. I mean, Vorchek could probably do it, but I, I just don't really remember Vorchek behind the net a lot. Well, Vorchek gave it to G for that for the Buffalo one timer, which I don't I don't know if we've talked about that one on the episode yet. Out of the air one timer, Selly. That goal takes a lot what, of what, skill. Of, of Giroux finding himself in the slot and then hitting the puck in? Yeah. We talked about that. No, I think we talked about it right before. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe we did. I don't know. I think we but, talked about it, but the way he found no, – because I said the way he found himself in the slot like that, and then he and then he, Bryce Harper hit it in, like you said. Uh, yeah, 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 we talked about that, yeah. it. And um, first goal, too. That was nothing to sneeze at. The first like, goal was just as soon as that vintage Claude like, Giroux, bro. Just <clears throat> Yeah, you were screaming. Yeah. Danny, that's the fucking... Every time Giroux scores, I, I have a fucking scream. Yeah, Danny like, was screaming. He was like, put respect oh. on his fucking name. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy coming from you. I love the energy coming from people listening to this podcast. Last episode was our most listened to episode ever. Thank you so much. That's awesome. I think it's had... I don't even know what it's had at this point, but definitely our most viewed episode. Hopefully this one's our most viewed after. And we released... A new design. We did. The We're Going Streaking with Gritty. Love his it. cheeks out. <laughs> middle finger up. Love that shirt. And it's still valid. They're it's still the, streaking. And who knows? Still. If they win tomorrow, I might just have to tweet it again. I, I think I was just going to say that every time. Like, yeah. If this continues, each win I'm throwing that tweet out. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we made it like, what, a week ago? <laughs> it's yeah. been up there for a while just, now. My first thought when we dropped that, I was like, "Watch them lose the next game." And then, nope, nope, there's no winning. So anyway, next game, no. <laughs> Let's so, go. I want Boston's ass though. I want Boston's ass too. Fun game. NBC, SN. It's gonna be national commentators. And last game, they went up on us big time. We had to come back. Can't do that this game, Danny. Nope. Not this point in the year. That's my key to success for Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do not come out with a slow start, bro. <laughs> Like the Chris Tarian shit. It's like, like Keith yeah. Jones shit, bro. Al Morgani shit. Yeah. Keys to success. Your Toyota Keys to success. 
<laughs> do not come out slow against Boston. They will make you pay. That's my key to success. We always joke about those because I feel like they say the same, they reword the I same know. shit every game. It's, I know. it's stay disciplined. Like thanks. Pucks dude. deep. <laughs> Pucks deep. <laughs> Fast start, like yeah, it's what every hockey team tries it's to do. It's true though, hockey. but it's know, especially true against Boston. Like you, they already came out and and went up. What what was the score of that game? Four one, five two. Oh yeah, so you you can't can't come out slow against them. They will make you pay, dude. I, I remember I remember being on Twitter after it was five two, on our Twitter account. Like, yeah, I was working that game and some shit. Yeah, I'm sure like, you were. I was like. I put like the stop, stop. He's already dead. Gif and I. He and wasn't then guess dead. what? He wasn't dead. Had to delete. Them. Guess what? Had to delete them. You deleted them? <laughs> I had. I, I deleted one of them. I think I did. You know me. I'm cocky as shit. I think. I, I think I said like five two Boston. Did the hashtag all lowercase now or uppercase never? <laughs> I love I you, bro. That I love you, bro. I had to delete that. <laughs> you said because I should have deleted it, replaced it with a all. You should have just left now. it up there and be like, yeah, I. I fucked yeah, up. <laughs> I, I did get called out for it. I did know, you? Yeah, yeah, a couple of people. Good. Called me out. Yeah, I, Good. I fuck with that. Yeah, yeah call us out. Huh? Flyer, Flyers got accountability now, so should we. Agreed. It's that AV shit. I was working that game, so I didn't really see any of the Twitter action. But <laughs> I'm, sure that game, I'm sure that shit was fun. Twitter's been buzzing. I think, right. we're, I think we're up to 1,260 followers. So thank you. Thank you Holy so much. Shit, yeah. Thank you. Def- everyone that responds to our th- tweets listens to our episodes thank you seriously and even the people that tweet at us and just say that they enjoyed the episode we love that we love that so much yeah. like words cannot describe like 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 everyone like sometimes you're having a bad day i see a tweet that someone loved the episode and like it just makes my day that I, much better i think it was meg the fog belt bartender i'm sorry if i butchered your at but she was thanking us for helping with road Road rage during yeah, uh, yeah. going to work. You're welcome. <laughs> you're very welcome. Thank you for listening to us. We appreciate and it. And thank you for the many Bud Lights you're going to give us over the <laughs> over the coming five years of playoff runs. Yes, we you will know us you. personally. Yes, you will know us on a personal level. You will know which beers we like. Yes. <laughs> she, she's going to see us walk in and just be like, all right, uh, TLY boys are here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, got standing room seats again. Three. We're going streaking t-shirts <laughs> yeah, on yeah. too, bro. <laughs> even flags and shit. In a Morgan Frost jersey. <laughs> you know we're going to be live, bro. I love it. I'm ready for the playoffs. Danny's ready for the playoffs. We're ready for Boston. And one more thing. Wait. Before you say it, follow us on Twitter. At the Liberty. I'm at TLY Danny. He's at Chris Stumps. Give us a good rating on iTunes if you love our show. And Chris. One more thing, Danny. Go floor. <laughs>